Chapter 3 Two Meetings and a Reunion Gryffindor, 2017 Logan had heard from Finn over the phone, of course, congratulating him. They FaceTimed. They missed each other. They didn't talk about it, the day Finn left. Finn's call to Logan had been one of many congratulatory emails, texts, calls, voicemails. One call of which had been from Sirius Black himself. Slightly awkward, but awe-inspiring nonetheless. Drafted to the Gryffindor Lions. First Finn, now Logan. If they had been anyone else, Logan would have thought it too good to be true. But that was all they were. Phone calls and messages. A screen between them. One of them having to go soon. Both of them busy. It was nothing compared to Logan pulling up at Finn's apartment, having just dropped off his things at none other than Pascal Dumay's house. There would be no buffer. It would be just Finn, right in front of him, tall and lean muscle and everything. Logan pulled his car into park in the street and took a breath. The problem wasn't Finn. He wanted to see his best friend more than anything. The problem was that he wanted to kiss him, too. I'm here, he texted Finn, coming up. He received only a string of exclamation points in return. Logan got out of the car, feeling his heart jump with every step. He waved to the doorman who held his hand out. Congrats, my friend. It startled a laugh out of Logan. Gryffindor really did love their lions. The man must have recognized him. Thanks. Logan shook his hand, and the man smiled. Logan spent the short elevator ride bouncing on his toes in silence. He took off his hat, pushed his hair back, and put it back on. All he wanted was to see Finn. Maybe that was part of the problem. When the doors did ding open, he almost didn't get out. He stood there until the doors started closing and then pressed his hand against it, making them spring slowly apart. 8B, Finn had said. Logan looked until he found the right numbers on the door. He knocked, and the door opened instantly to reveal a slightly breathless Finn. Logan almost turned around. Finn looked the same, and different. His smile was the same, wide and lopsided. Logan remembered going to the dentist with him to get that bottom tooth fixed. His brown eyes and his wavy red hair... The dark freckles on his nose, he had a grey t-shirt on, the collar loose, and making his pale skin look creamy. But he looked stronger, his chest and shoulders pressing against his t-shirt in a way that was new, and no help at all, to Logan. Hi, Fish. Logan managed. Finn let out a noise that hit Logan right in the chest. Low. He sighed out, and then Logan was in Finn's arms. It was a feeling that he had thought he was ready for. He was wrong. Finn clutched at him, leaving Logan no choice but to bury his nose against his shoulder. He smelled the same. Logan pressed his hands hard against Finn's back, figuring if he couldn't have anything else, he could have this. Fuck me. Finn laughed and pulled back. Fuck, come in, come in. Logan let Finn lead him into his apartment and seat him on one of his open kitchen bar stools. Wow, Logan said as he sat, looking at the view overlooking Gryffindor. This place actually does make Okean look like a shithole. 
Finn snorted as he messed around with some coffee, dousing Logan's in cream and sugar, and leaving his own bee. NHL salary, mes amis. Finn grinned, and Logan winced, sitting beside him. Still can get you with my horrible French. It's good to know some things never change. Logan smiled, trying not to let his eyes trace over Finn's entire body, and took a sip of his coffee instead. Finn just looked good, healthy, and happy, and so gorgeous, Logan didn't know how he had dealt with it for so long. Maybe Finn had someone now, Logan thought. Maybe that was why he looked different. How's Dumos? Finn said, resting his feet on the rungs of Logan's stool. Surreal. Logan said, corner of his mouth lifting in a shaky smile. He knew where this conversation was going. Finn nodded. Yeah, I didn't stop feeling like I was in some fucking dream of mine until four months into last season. Flight? Same old, same old. My mom fussed, you know how she is. Boy, do I. Bet your sisters wanted to come. Logan smiled. They wanted to see you, really. Finn laughed. Aw, well, I miss them. Logan nodded, spinning his mug around slowly on the table. He had missed Finn, sometimes so bad it hurt. And now, he didn't know what to do with himself. He wanted another hug, wanted to touch him somehow. He reached out and pulled a piece of string from his shoulder, flicking it away and returning to his cup. The slow, scraping noise of ceramic on stone filled the room for a few moments before Finn set his mug down and leaned in a little. Lo, did you... did you ever think about... Logan raised his eyebrows when Finn trailed off. Ours, there are so many ends to that sentence. Sorry, sorry. Finn ran a hand over his face. I just... Finn gestured wildly around the apartment, then laughed, a disbelieving short thing, and stared at Logan with sadder eyes. I've got three fucking bedrooms in this place. It's just me. Logan looked away, back towards the view of Gryffindor. We talked about this. No. Finn said. You texted me that you were living with Dumo. That was it. That isn't a conversation. You know why we can't. Logan stopped blood rushing in his ears. Why, I... Nous n'avons jamais passé une nuit dans un lit ensemble sans nous embrasser. Here we fucking go. Finn let his head fall back for a moment in frustration before he looked at Logan again. You can't do that shit when you don't want to talk about something. Yes, I can. No, Logan. Logan stood up. He took a step back. You know why we can't. Finn stood too, hands outstretched like he wanted to gather Logan to him. He watched Logan retreat though and drew back, holding them against his chest. I thought... Finn began. I thought maybe... Lo, now that you're here... The Lions' newest rookies. Logan snapped. Fucking each other. That's how you want to start your NHL career? Finn narrowed his eyes. I refuse to give a flying fuck about anyone who thinks I'm wrong for wanting you. That rang like a bell in Logan's mind. Then why haven't you told anyone? Because you don't want to, Finn shouted. And I want you, and I was worried it might make you... Finn trailed off again, and Logan watched as his entire posture deflated. Finn sank back onto the stool, rubbing his palms over his eyes, shoulders hunched. Might make you want to not, like, fuck, I don't know, not be seen with me or something. Finn's words hung in the air. 
Logan knew he should say something. The air didn't feel like it was quite in his chest anymore, but sucked out by the vacuum that was Finn ever thinking that Logan wouldn't want him around. He hovered there, just a few steps from the door. I want you. Finn had said it twice. Logan felt a sick sort of guilt twist in his chest. He had never even said it out loud. Logan turned towards the door, away from Finn, and pressed his hands over his eyes. He took his hat off and put it back on. Can you sit down? All right, just, can you sit? Finn said. I'm sorry, this isn't how I wanted this to go, but I just had to know. Logan turned again and sat, every part of him feeling heavy. He was pretty sure this wasn't what you were supposed to feel like when you were drafted into the NHL. I understand why you're scared, Finn said slowly. He pressed a hand to his chest. I'm scared. Our lifestyle doesn't exactly have a nice track record with openness. We both know that. So, I live with Pascal, Logan said. And what, ignore me? No. Logan groaned, pressing a hand over his eyes. I just mean, if I lived with you, Finn... What? Finn said, and then reached forward, tugging Logan's hand away from his face, his fingers wrapped around his wrist. You what? You know what? Logan snapped. Shut. Logan. I like to kiss you. Logan said, voice raising. It was the closest he could get. Then kiss me. Finn said right back. Kiss me all you want. We're in the same fucking room for the first time in over a year. Logan stood again, raising his hands slightly before letting them fall back against his thighs. His heart was beating out of his chest. He wanted what Finn wanted but he also wanted all the things that meant he couldn't want Finn. He didn't know how to make the two meet. He didn't want to hide. Finn stood too, but instead of saying more like Logan thought he would, he just pulled Logan in again, holding him against his chest, one hand pressed to the back of his neck. Okay, Finn said, voice quiet, like he was trying to lull Logan. He ducked, pressing their cheeks together. Okay. Fuck, Lo, don't look like that. Logan blinked past him, dazed and warmed through and through. He wondered what his expression could have showed. He clutched back at Finn, letting out what felt like all the air in his lungs. Let's agree, Finn said and pulled back, hands on Logan's shoulders. Logan would never get tired of the determination in Finn's eyes. Agree? He asked. I miss my best friend, Finn said. I don't want to lose you because... But neither of them had the words for it. Because of a mistake. Because they wanted each other. Because they didn't have the luxury of doing either. Logan didn't know. I miss you too. He said instead. Because it was simple. He did. Come get lunch with me. Finn said. Let's just... Let's just go out to lunch. I'll show you around the city. I want to hang out. I fucking miss you. We don't have to... We can just... Finn sighed. We'll talk about it when we talk about it. But I just want to be with you right now. Logan's mouth felt unbearably dry, but the prospect of being with Finn all day filled him with a sunny ache. Pascal says you should come over for dinner tonight. And what do you say? I said we would bring the wine. Finn laughed, hands still warm on Logan's shoulders. As if we know how to pick out wine. Logan smiled a little, the air around the two of them easing a bit. Come on, 
Ben said, and he smoothed his hand up to press against Logan's neck for a moment before he let go. Logan leaned into the touch. I'll take you to Sid's for pizza. He started towards the door, but Logan stopped him. Lars? Logan said. Finn picked up his keys from the table by the door before turning around. Hmm? Logan took a breath. I could never not want to be seen with you. He said, the urgency that Finn understand him filling his chest. Finn, I'm not ashamed of anything. I'm just... Finn nodded quickly. I know. He let out a short laugh before swallowing hard and looking down at the keys in his hands, twirling them with his fingers slowly. Believe me, I know. Logan let Finn lead him back out into the sunshine. Gryffindor, 2019 Finn thought he had cleaned the best he could. He also thought that he had done the right thing, offering Leo a place for the year, so he didn't have to stay in a hotel room, alone and wondering if he was good enough not to be called down. He had extra bedrooms, just down the hall from his own. He'd cleared one out, bought some nice high thread count sheets and a quilt, and then left the rest up to Leo. He wanted him to like it here. He remembered how hard it had been to be a rookie. Glorious but hard. Homesick, intimidated, working harder than ever in his life to prove himself. In love with his best friend, although he was fairly sure Leo wouldn't be dealing with that last big thing, he wanted to take as much of the weight off of Leo's shoulders as he could. Finn looked around the living room, checked the time on his phone, and looked around again. The Xbox was displayed proudly in the TV stand. He'd folded the blanket on the couch like his mom had told him to a million times. The kitchen looked clean enough. It didn't get a lot of use anyway. Finn had read Leo's stats, watched his tape, and so, when a six-foot-something guy showed up at the door, he wasn't surprised. When his cornflower blue eyes looked at him from beneath sunny blonde hair, he was a little taken off guard. Hi, Finn? Leo said and held out his hand. Leo Newt, pleasure to meet you. There was a southern accent. Finn swallowed. What's up? Hi. Finn took his hand and smiled. Come on in, Leo. Hey, I can snag one of those. Despite Leo's protesting sound, Finn took the heavier of the two hockey bags and slung it up over his shoulder. They ended up just piling Leo's stuff in a corner of the living room. Well, here she is. Finn gestured to the living room. I hope, um... Finn rubbed the back of his neck. I hope the traffic wasn't too bad. I really could have picked you up. No, no, it isn't worth the trouble. Leo waved him off before pulling his sweatshirt off. He had a white t-shirt underneath, tight over strong shoulders. Gets hot here, huh? Not as hot as it does back in Nola, but... Oh, yeah, Finn said with a smile. New Orleans. Leo nodded. Where are you from again? New York, New York City, Finn said. Yeah, pretty similar to Griff. Walking, subway, all that. That's nice, for it to be a little bit like home. Finn nodded, sitting down first in case Leo was waiting. It seemed like he was, and he sat down beside him in the couch, crossing one strong-looking calf over the other. His legs went on for miles, stretched out like that. Finn forced his eyes back up to his face and cleared his throat. The team helps too. They're great. Leo let out a laugh. I got a call from Sirius fucking Black welcoming me to the team. I didn't know what to do with myself. Finn laughed too. Yeah, I remember getting that call. Lo, uh, Logan Tremblay, we... We're at Harvard together. Leo nodded. Yeah. 
Finn smiled a little surprised. Yeah. Well, he was with me when Sirius called, completely freaking out while I was trying to play it cool, you know? Fucking wild, man. Leo sank back into the cushions, nodding. Nice that y'all are playing together again. Finn smiled, scratching the back of his neck. Yeah, no, we're just lucky, I guess. That he doesn't live here, too? Finn glanced away. No. <clears throat> no, I think his parents wanted him to bill it and do Mo Wofford, so... Finn shrugged and Leo nodded with a friendly smile. Finn watched him for a second as Leo looked around. He was poised and calm. A stable sort of strength seemed to flow through his every limb. Finn wasn't sure he was like that when he was 18. He wasn't sure he'd seen anything like that before. It was calming. It felt almost completely opposite to being with Logan, who was a firecracker waiting for its fuse to hit, constantly moving and saying whatever came to mind, no filter. Leo seemed to be more think than do. Finn could understand how he had become a goalie. Thanks again for letting me live with you. Harzy, right? Yeah, you? Finn said. Nutty. Leo said after a moment. Finn laughed. <laughs> no kidding. Leo rolled his eyes. It's pronounced Newt, but you can't be a hockey player and have a name like mine without that getting lost in translation. I'll tell you now that I've heard it all before. Right in the nuts? Finn said. Leo nodded. Peanut allergy? Don't even get me started. Damn, all the good ones are taken. Finn laughed. Leo tilted his head at him, smiling, so a dimple appeared. I'm sure you'll think of something. Boston, 2019 Leo watched Logan hover in the room, bags still over his shoulder and eyes darting around as if he was expecting something to leap out and bite him. When Logan finally looked back at him, Leo smiled a little questioningly. Uh, Logan began, then gestured with his room key between the two hotel beds. Do you like the bed by the door or the bed by the window? Leo shook his head. I'm sure you already have a preference. Yeah, but you goalies are crazy. Logan said, a small smile building on his face at the chirp. Wouldn't want to mess anything up. I thought older players were supposed to take advantage of all the seniority they could get their hands on. Logan narrowed his eyes at him playfully before slowly dropping his bag onto the bed closest to the door. Leo nodded and walked around him, bumping him with his own bag accidentally, and sat on the bed closest to the window before taking out his phone. Do you want to grab dinner, maybe? Leo said, then glanced up, suddenly a little nervous. We could get some guys together. I was looking restaurants up in this area, and there's a good-looking Mexican place. Logan unzipped the bag and rummaged through it. Me and Harz were thinking of going somewhere. Leo almost nodded, understanding, but before he could get a word out, Logan said, Come with us? Yeah, Leo said. Yeah, sure, thanks. Logan nodded before promptly stripping out of his shirt. Leo looked appreciatively for a second before Logan pulled on a clean, long-sleeved one. It was cotton and thin enough to show the strong shape of his broad back and shoulders. The dark green color matched his eyes, and he wasn't wearing a hat for once. His hair curled over his forehead and temples. Logan patted the back pockets of his jeans for his phone and wallet before looking up at Leo. I'll text Finn. Lobby in five? Leo nodded, standing to change out of his plain clothes too. Sounds good. They were able to walk to the restaurant, which was a nice change from sitting on the plane and bus all day. They met Finn in the lobby, who smiled and threw an arm around Leo when he saw that he was coming. It was a surprisingly warm evening. 
The sky turned a dusky blue. Leo walked between the two of them on the streets of Boston, occasionally adding his two cents about the upcoming game against the Bruins, but mostly quietly amused by their bickering. I'm just saying that their power play sucks, okay? Finn said, then leaned in to look at Leo's phone, which had a map to the address. Should we have gone left? We're literally following the blue line, Logan said. I know, but that way it looks shorter. New Yorker, forever in a hurry, Leo said, and Logan laughed. Got that right. I'm hungry, Finn said, shoving Leo's shoulder, which made Leo stumble into Logan, which knocked Logan off balance. <laughs> Logan laughed. Keep your octopus limbs where I can see them, Nut. They reached the restaurant a few minutes later. The hostess seemed to recognize them. She took an interest in Finn immediately, telling him as she sat them at the table near the bar that she was from Gryffindor. Really? Finn smiled, running his fingers through his hair. He glanced at Logan. It's a great city. Why don't I bring you boys some margaritas and chips and guac to start? On the house. She left with a hand on Finn's shoulder. Logan whistled lowly. Better let Timmy know that he better find somewhere else to sleep for the night. Finn shoved him. Shut up. Logan smiled and looked down, picking at his napkin. The girl came back with their drinks and took their orders. Logan had gotten up to use the bathroom and Leo watched as Finn ordered for him without a second thought. No cilantro on his, please. Finn smiled up at her before turning back to Leo. Glad you came with us, Nat. Me too, Leo said. Hope this place lives up to its reviews. Well, yeah. Logan said, returning to his seat and making a grateful sound when he saw the chips and drinks. He picked a few pieces of cilantro away from the guacamole before digging a chip into it. Won't live up to your cooking, though, Finn said with a wistful look at Leo, propping his chin on his hands. You cook, Nut? Logan asked through a mouthful of chips. Finn snorted. <sighs> Does he cook? Fuck me, best steak I've ever had. Logan raised his eyebrows. Better than Celeste? Finn hesitated. That's an unfair question. Leo laughed. <laughs> I'll answer. No. I don't think anyone is better than Celeste, and I've been there all of once. Logan looked around. Can we order? Sit still. I ordered for you. Relax. Finn said, patting Logan's hand on the table. I'm relaxed. You're never relaxed. Finn raised an eyebrow. Do you guys have any friends from Harvard coming to the game? Leo asked. Logan shook his head, wiping salt from his bottom lip with his thumb. Leo tried not to stare. No, most everyone we know graduated by now. Finn looked mournful. We're old. Unlike Peanut here. Yeah. Logan nodded at the margarita in Leo's hand. How'd you get your hands on that? The hostess saw that Finn's hot. Finn turned a little pink, groaning and covering his face, but he was smiling. Logan's smile was more subdued, and he broke a chip into little pieces over his napkin. Their food was pretty quick, and they talked while they ate, Leo listening to some stories from wild parties at school. You ever wanted to go to college? Finn asked. Leo shrugged. I wanted to play in the NHL. But I think about it sometimes. I know I probably missed out on stuff. Logan took a bite of his food. Eh, sort of, sort of not. Wouldn't have met me, though. Finn smiled, leaning his head in to tap against Logan's temple. Logan smiled, ducking away. You're all trouble. It sounded like a joke to Leo, but Finn's smile dimmed a little, and then Logan looked up sharply at him, like he'd said something wrong. Yeah. Logan added, brushing their shoulders together. You made it worth it. 
Leo looked between the two of them, suddenly feeling like he was intruding on something. The colorful lanterns that covered the restaurant ceiling turned Finn and Logan a million warm shades. They shared a smile, and then the moment passed, but Leo was still locked into it. He had known what he was getting into, placing himself in an NHL locker room, surrounded by beautiful boys all day, every day. He wasn't complaining, but he wasn't looking to develop any hopeless feelings either. But he'd grown up hiding his sexuality in a locker room, and so he knew a spark of something when he saw one. There was a new set of strings between Logan and Finn that he could see now, ones that weren't just friendship. He wondered what else they hadn't missed out on at college. They got back to the hotel relatively early, ready to head to bed for a morning practice. For a first road trip with the Lions, Leo decided it was going smoothly. He and Logan didn't seem to need to communicate too much to dance around each other in the bathroom as they got ready for bed. Leo came out of the bathroom last to find Logan already laying on his bed, scrolling through his phone. Leo had just taken his shirt off when his phone started ringing his mother flashing up on the screen. I'll take this outside, Leo said, but Logan waved him off. Don't worry about it, he said. Only if you want to. Leo didn't really feel like pacing the hall in just his pajama pants. He smiled gratefully and swiped to answer. It was a quick call, mostly just his mother asking if she should send him anything else for the apartment and saying goodnight. Leo smiled and told her that he and Finn were working it out, and that he loved her. He had hung up his phone and was leaning over to plug it into the charger on the bedside table between them, when he caught Logan staring at him. His eyes were wide, and he looked mildly horrified. What? Leo said. Logan stared at him for another moment before he seemed to compose himself. What? Logan began. What just came out of your mouth? Leo laughed, realizing. We speak French back home, too. Your accent, Logan said. It's... Leo snorted. I could say the same about yours. Although Leo had to admit he rather liked Logan's accent. The hard R's were so different than his own. If he was the sun and heat, Logan reminded him of snowy mountains and green forests, ice over a lake. Logan laughed, shaking his head. I just didn't know you spoke French. He pushed his covers back and crawled beneath them. Merde. That was the strangest thing I've ever heard. Will you get the light? Yeah, yeah. Leo smiled. He pulled his own covers back, too. First rodeo, Knut. Logan asked. He had his hands tucked up by his chin, his hair and eyelashes dark against the white pillowcase. Leo stared and then turned off the light, climbing into his own bed. Yeah, really good. Good. Leo thought of Logan messing with him on the ice. Finn's bedhead in the morning, tripping over his feet for coffee. He thought of the both of them tonight, walking on either side of him. He listened to Logan's breathing, even out, and wondered what the hell he was getting himself into.